You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. I am once again your host, Rich Keefe. Joining me as always is Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm having a great day, Richard. That's great to hear. Already. Good. So it's going to be a uh, hopefully even better day for you. Did you get any response? Last week we did best video games, or best sports video games, and I know it was a very controversial topic. And I think very the, controversial, yeah. I think for the most part, uh, people agreed with a lot of what was on our list. Again, it's sort of up to you. Like You're going to like the games that you like. But what were some of the biggest omissions? Or were there any that you thought of after that we did it that you wish you mentioned? Uh, there was one that I wish I'd mentioned. I, I Honestly, I stand by my top five. But one thing that we did not, we failed to mention and people were like, really upset about was uh backyard baseball is that the one i'm thinking yes of? that that was which, absolutely the one i think we got the most tweets and emails about yeah which you know i i get it you know but you can't watch everything you can't play everything and i think right. um i being i don't know i think i just it it didn't it didn't like float past me you know what i mean like it was one of those games where i just started playing i was very co- console heavy and that was a pc game if i remember correctly yeah i don't even know i didn't play it i don't know that yeah. was that was not high on my list but that was when we got a lot we also got some of the mutant league stuff <laughs> we got some of those tweeted at us uh nhl hits people liked uh, nhl hits that was fun yeah um but yeah it no, looked th- terrible but that was a fun game yeah it was so i think that for the most part i think we covered it and then there i was- think one person one person said we missed out <laughs> On Bill Lambeer's combat basketball. <laughs> Uncle Buck tweeted me a double dribble, which I assume he was being sarcastic oh, yeah. because that was such a terrible game. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was. I thought it was good. That was a uh, that was a good episode. So if you missed it, uh, you can check it out in the. Uh, it's on iTunes right now, or all the episodes on Weei will be on Weei.com slash dork. So anything on last week's episode? Are you ready for this week's episode? Let's do it. All right, since our last episode, Davey, we had the Season 7 trailer for Game of Thrones, and uh, I am I am ready to go. Two months away. I am ready to go. This thing looks pretty good. Some big more uh, battles. You got the dragons. You got uh, the Lannisters. You got Jon Snow doing his thing, snowing about. So it's going to yep. be pretty good, I think. You got all the Starks together. You got all the Lannisters are spread out, which is which is different now. Usually the Lannisters are all together. And now they're all spread out. Meanwhile, the Starks are all together. So you're like, oh boy, what's going down? You know, you know I'm, I'm excited. You know, some of my favorite stuff is is when Tyrion, when he sees dragons or when he sees something new, like when 
so once they took him out of, you know, like King's Landing, once he was like in other places and it was all stuff that he had heard of, because he's obviously very intelligent. He's heard all these stories, but he didn't know what to believe. And then just seeing his reaction to all these things, particularly the dragons, is the best. And there's already like a little bit. I mean, he's he's had a lot of interactions with dragons, but there's yep. already like another scene where you see, where he sees them and just he's he's a tremendous character, not just for the show, but for any uh, TV series of all time. And I'm looking forward to just more of him as well. Yeah, I am. I am too. I love the Dink. I love everything he Dink, does. Dink is, is real strong. You know what was not strong? Segway, Ryan was this weekend at the box office. No. I I read on the internet that it was the lowest Memorial Day weekend at the box office in over two decades. I believe it because it, they you called it last week, really. Crash. You called it. I did call it. You said these movies look like crap because we said this is the movies that are coming out this week, and you said ugh stinks. And so what you had was. The two big ones, the two new releases were Baywatch, which is coming in uh, last check at a nice 19% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, uh, 32%. Pirates was the number one. Uh, this is an, I think I looked at it after Sunday, so I don't think this included Monday's total, but Pirates is number one, over 62 million. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was uh, still number two, and then third was Baywatch. Not great. Not a great showing. And I have two inside sources, two different people that I work with. One saw Baywatch. One saw Pirates of the Caribbean. They both informed me that both sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, can confirm, don't go see those movies. Wait until next week and go see Wonder Woman. Uh, terrible news, Ryan. Terrible, terrible news. Yep. TJ Miller will not be coming back for Silicon Valley Season 5. Which I was, and now this is this might be hyperbole, but this is just my gut reaction, my knee jerk reaction to this. Yeah. yeah, was this was a punch in the gut equal to Michael Scott leaving the office, Steve Carell leaving the office? That was my you know first I mean? thought too, but it can't be. Like Michael Scott was so good. Like I just said, Tyrion's one of the great characters ever. Michael Scott's one of the great characters ever, and that show. Now his last season or so, it wasn't like a great, it wasn't like a great office season, but it was pretty much unwatchable without him. Yeah, I don't know. T.J. Miller's definitely the funniest character on the show. Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. It's gonna be a big loss. I don't think it's gonna be that bad, but it is gonna be. It is gonna hurt significantly. It, it will. It, it just because the, he kind of breaks. He's like the, the rest of us. You know, he's yeah. in that show. Like he's the guy who like. He he kind of got lucky, you know. He has he has all these other people working for him or with him that are way smarter and way more talented than him. <laughs> what's he, his What's his app that he came up with or whatever? It was like Aviato. Aviato. And he's got the car <laughs> still. Aviato. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like he he's the funniest. Him and I think Gilfoyle is my other favorite character in the show. Gilfoyle. Other than, well, Jin Yang. Jin Yang. Your boy Jin Yang. I well, Jared's really funny. Like Jared's worth watching the show for. Yeah, he's nuts. Like, and then you find out just how crazy he is. Like, he's good. They're gonna need to have more of uh, Hanneman. Is it Hanneman? Yeah. No, what's his name? Yep. Yeah. He's. They're gonna have to have a Russ lot. Hanneman more, or whatever. Yeah, Russ. Yeah, they're gonna have to have a lot more of him. How do you think they write T.J. Miller off the show? Does he die? Does he strike it rich somewhere, or do the guys just simply move out of the incubator? No, I think I think something's gonna happen with him where he's had enough. I mean, they kind of laid the groundwork with. Um, uh, this last episode with uh, a very, a very pudgy-looking Haley Joel Osment, by the way. Was yeah, it? I don't know if you know that was him. Yeah, that's him. That's Haley Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Oh man, 
yeah. But, um, There's some, they kind of laid the groundwork yeah. with that, where he could like hit it big and then you know be shipped somewhere else. I do like you know, how he was, he was asking for. He's like, I'm asking for a job, Hans. They're like, yeah, no, get get out of here. And then he yeah, shows up all the swag. I love how he has all yeah. the swag. Yeah, so he's great. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. I think without him, but because Jin Yang is really only funny with him. You know, yeah. it's their interactions. But I don't know. So we'll. We'll, we'll give it the old call. But the, good, the silver lining there is that T.J. Miller, um, I've talked about this on the, on the podcast, uh, podcast a couple times, the book uh, Ready Player One, which is being turned into a movie. Spielberg's directing it. And T.J. Miller um, has a significant role in that movie. Oh, really? So he could be, yeah, and he has a big comedy special coming out, I think, next week on HBO. So he's kind of getting, getting pretty big. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I like him. He's, he's good stuff. Now, we have a bunch of uh, video game uh, news and notes here, Ryan, before we get to what is going to be a very uh, heavy video game-inspired movies episode. Mm -hmm. But Overwatch, that bad boy's a year old, and it's still going strong. Yeah, yeah, and and the the anniversary stuff they're coming out with right now is is really cool. Um, The season just ended, so the the spring season has just ended. Yep. So we're going to, you and I are both looking to... um, up our ranks a little bit. Yeah, uh, it was West, a tough season. Westy B's kind of killing us right now. Tough but, season for the kid yeah. and, and your boy. Yeah, and <laughs> Westy B, Westy B's killing us. Not, not he's holding us back. We're, if anything, we're holding him back. Oh, we're we're absolutely killing him. So one day yeah. you you weren't on. I was playing with him. He's platinum. I'm silver. Right. And but the gap wasn't too big because like if you're over a thousand points different, you can't like even play with him. So I was like right. inside a thousand points. But that's how much better he is. Um, than I am, and so I was playing with him, and so I was like lumped up with all these other guys that were platinum, and it, it wasn't a great, wasn't a great experience for me. It just wasn't. Nope. I've gotten worse because I used to play all the time, and I was looking at yeah. past seasons, and like my season high score is like lower each year. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like I gotta, yeah. I gotta yeah, stop. Put- I gotta stop playing until I get better, and then get back yeah. at it, and then reevaluate. Point. You know, see, maybe see maybe happens. a character switch, maybe a new main is what you're looking for. Maybe a new main. Oh my god! I was playing with this annoying kid the other day. That just like nonstop, and he's like, somebody took his character. He's like, that's my main. That's my main. Oh no! Somebody took soldier. I'm like, I can't. I can't with the with the little kids anymore. Yeah. So Far yeah, Cry, Davy Far Cry. There was Far Cry Five. The trailer came out. What do you think of this game? I'm excited about it. Um, I uh, uh, one of our mutual friends um, is on the marketing team. Yeah, how about that? And I was sworn to secrecy. Uh, he did tell me the the layout of the game. He was in he was in meetings. I can't say his name on air because I think he might get in trouble. But I saw you uh, tweeting at him though. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I had no idea he was involved in the game in any way. That's yeah, yeah, sweet. yeah. So he he's involved, and so he couldn't give me any information. I knew where it was going to be. So the trailer's out, so I can say it now. So I I was really excited to find out that the the Far Cry series is actually coming to the United States. Which I think is really cool because there's places in this country you you forget as uh, there's places in this country that uh, people just don't go to. Yes, that's correct. You know? and, it, and it's not out of the realm of possibility that some like crazed cult like takes over a county. No, you know that's that's well within the uh, the possibilities. Yeah, especially where, I think it's like Montana or like the one of the Dakotas or something like that. Like it's set. Ah, it's just so much there. land up there. Yeah, yeah, it's just beautiful fresh air and perhaps uh. cults. Some of the great, greatest fly fishing you could ever, you know, you, you know, could, cast a, you you know, could ever ask for. At, you know? Yeah, good point. Now, Castlevania, Ryan, this is very exciting news for both of us. It's going to be on uh, Netflix. 
They're making like yeah, an animated animated series. Uh, animated series about Castlevania, one of our favorite games. It comes out July seventh. Yep. We tweeted out the trailer at Dork Podcast on the Twitter, and this bad boy looks pretty pretty good. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. I mean, it's it's something that is the Belmont family has always been such a good story. Yes. Like there's always been good stories there, and uh, um, their Symphony of the Night is is a great one. And uh, there's been so many great Castlevania games, all revolving around the Belmont family. You know, so I think there's there's a lot of lore there. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm in. I'm 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 ready to to rock. I, I had no idea this was coming. All of a sudden, like the trailer came out, and it's like, oh, it's less than two months away. I was like, all right, it's sold. I will yep. watch that. And my favorite, Lords of Shadow. This is the one I, I I forgot to mention too. Lord, Castlevania Lords of Shadow is my my favorite. There you go. Just throwing that out there. It's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. I feel like it's really heating up right now in the video game world, Ryan. It's the summer, so like you know, now all these games are starting to come out, and it's it, you know we're starting to ramp it up a little bit. Um, during during the so basically you have like the fall, the winter, and the summer. The spring is kind of like a lot. It's like movies, you know what I mean? Um, you there's a holiday season, and then there's the summer when people can like sit and play video games when the kids are supposed to be outside. But you know, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head. So a lot of cool things are coming right now. One. Um, there's a, there are very few times, Richard, in, in our universe of hashtag dork, where everything we love kind of merges into one thing. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? So I think in, in talking off air right before this, like there's, there's something right now, and that is Friday the 13th, the video game, which I believe to be a melting pot of everything we love, which is scary movies. Check. Cinema, just you know, movies, whatever. Just mo- the film, yep, yep. Playing online with friends, yep. Well, both of my friends, but yes. <laughs> and and just video games and and gore. So there's like five things that we like right there in one game where it's a you know I think it's four player. Oh, is or it five? Four or five? Yeah, okay. No, I've heard that there's really bad like lag issues and stuff, and like the first day was like a nightmare because it just came out on the 26th. And remember, we had talked about this. We watched the. Uh, we watched people play. They had like a whole demo, like on IGN, and like a bunch of people yeah. playing. It looked pretty sweet, but it sounded like it was chaos the first couple of days. Well, it's and what's awesome about it is I if they if it's four player, right? There's four of us that typically play together. It's me, you, Wes, and uh, Mac, Mac yep. from Mac and Go. Mm-hmm. And so in this game, you can you're running around Crystal Lake. You're running around the camp, and you get split up. At some points, but yeah. if you you can like go out of range, so you can't hear each other. That's crazy. So I'm looking forward to the live stream where all of us like you you get back in range, and all of a sudden it's like you just swearing. <laughs> just like, having oh a, shit! Shit! Meltdown. You know? I'm. Yeah. A, I'm. A, well, is this a full priced game? No, it's forty dollars. It's a it's a digital only. Oh, so that's so, not even in stores. No. It's so a I gotta just download game. that bat. I gotta clear some space and download it on there. Oh, interesting. Which could which could be the reason for the server issues i don't think you know since it's a pretty small company i don't think they were ready for how many people actually wanted this game yeah they're probably so right why their servers are a little overloaded oh, okay right so now. 40 bucks now i know i i sound very cheap but i am cheap but I'm, I'm trying to think i gotta do video games here on a budget and i was thinking injustice 2 is out friday the 13th is out and then is it next week or the week after tekken 7 is out 
I think it's next week. And I'm like, son of a bitch. I'm like, I or can't get coming, all three of them. coming Tuesday, like a week from today. If you And you know you know me. So if you had to rank those three in, in the order in which I should uh, prioritize them, wh- how would you do it? Um, it depends. So you got two fighting games there. So you got to pick your poison. You got yeah. to think like, all right, do I go with the old, you know, do, you know, the old girlfriend who's still pretty good looking, you know, Tekken. Yep. But it's just, it's just going to be more of the same. True. You know? True. Or do good I point. try something new? Do I strike out and do I try something new and go with injustice? Yeah, you're probably right. And I've heard there's just a million characters and everybody that I know has, that has that game loves it. So. Yep. And there's there's some room for some online things there, but Son I think in bitch. terms of fun, uh, like Injustice is probably the best game of the three. Yep. But in terms of, I think Friday the Thirteenth might edge it out in terms of like the the capacity for fun, like would, how much fun we could have with it. Would you be up for every Friday playing Friday the Thirteenth with me? Yes. Okay. Then maybe I'll buy that game. Yeah. <laughs> every Friday, my wife's like, "Can we? Can we do something?" I'm like, "Well, I'm pretty sure I'm playing Friday the Thirteenth. You can uh, watch. Yeah, yeah. You can watch if you'd like. It's yep. a it's a nice new thing. All right." All right, I'm, I'm good. And you got anything else um, in the video game minute? No, that's it. All right, perfect. Let's move on to the topic du jour, Ryan. What is that, Richard? That, of course, would be the topic of the day, and that is video game movies or movies based on video games. And this came up both with the Castlevania Netflix series as well as the Uncharted casting uh, from Tom Holland's going to be playing a, a young Nathan Drake. Some of that news that we sort of came up with this last week. And we already know going in that it's a bit of a, a cesspool. And they've tried it every year. They try a few more video game movies. And you look at them and you say, there's no chance it's going to be good. But there's maybe a chance it's the best video game movie. There's a reason why this is not the, the, the title of this episode is not called Best Video Game Movies. Because simply they don't exist. They're they do mo- not exist. They're yet. almost all crap. But they yep. keep trying. So you say yet. So you're, so you're holding out hope that something's going to be good. All right, so let's at the end of this, we're going to go through all of them in, well, quickly because there's so many of them in order in which they were released. Then at the end, we'll have our best, our worst, and then maybe an idea for a future, you know, what other property would you like to see them take a stab at? So, David, without further ado, we begin in 1993, and it makes all the sense in the world. Maybe the most popular or the first video game to be super duper popular was Super Mario Brothers. And so they say, you know what? We're going to turn that bad bitch into a live-action movie with Bob Hoskins from Who Framed Roger Rabbit and John yep. Leguizamo from The Pest. Actually, I don't know if The Pest was out yet. But we're going I don't to- think The Pest was out yet. But <laughs> well, yeah. he, he, his role as Luigi helped get him The Pest. And so they came out with Super Mario Brothers. Dennis Hopper plays King Koopa, who I don't even believe they ever refer to him as Bowser even in the movie. And this, no, I don't think they do either. This got a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. And again, we know how Rotten Tomatoes works, so you know, don't worry about it. But we're just simply giving you the numbers to put it in perspective. But let me ask you this, Ryan. You're a very creative person. If I yeah. was a, uh, a big, like, I'm a big movie company, and I go to you, and you're a writer, and I say, you know what? People love this Super Mario Brothers. They love this video game. They've, they've played the sequel, which was kind of weird, but they liked it. And then the third one is maybe the greatest video game of all time. We want to make this a movie. Can you write it for me? What do you got? Okay, so here's what I come up with first. Uh, you ready, Rich? I am ready. So usually, you know, we got to make it a little bit believable. So I want to take it underground. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where there's a series like, a, uh, like a, another world where you have, you know, in the game where you have like these little turtles you step on? I do, yes. Well, I want to make them like seven feet tall, oh. but give them baseball-sized heads. 
Okay. Bear with me. Right? Yeah. So there's, these, there's like these lizard people who live down there, all right? Oh, now, okay. Typically, now, typically what you have in the game is you eat a mushroom or you get pick up a flower, and these are your, your power-ups, right? That's correct. What if we just made robot boots? Robot that, boots? that work? Yeah, we have like boots where you can jump higher. We have like these robot boots. Does that work? Sure. Yeah. Oh wait. Okay. Well, let me let me back up a second and tell you that like I have a classically trained British actor to per- play perfect. Mario. 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 And, yep. And then I have a a kind of frenetic Puerto Rican guy to play Luigi. What do you okay. think? And they're brothers. And they're brothers. Okay. And they're plumbers, obviously, right? Because we want to keep them plumbers, because that's kind of think, part of the appeal of the game. Right. You know, you're going to see a lot of pipes. So it I makes need sense pipes. That they be plumbers. Can they go up and down in the pipes and, and pop no. up in another place? No, they're not. No, that's that's not believable enough. Okay. But as long as we got enough baseball-sized head monsters. We're yeah. Good. Okay. And then they fight them. Kinda. Okay. They kind of just smart talk them a little bit. Yeah. You know? But they Does could, that work for you? Like they could fix a clog though. If I had like a clog. Yeah, they got a snake. They'll they'll fix it. They're, they're like legit. Pl- See, that's the problem with this is the game is so great, but the, like the story is like, are right, you you go to these crazy places and you rescue a princess? Like, it doesn't make sense really to try to real world it, and that's what they did yeah, of it. They just they did. And what, what a, a dump, hunk of shit. What a hunk of shit. So this is already in. Uh, this is how it gets started, and it doesn't get a whole lot better from here. So we'll we'll put, add this to the category of worst ever. But then they say, you know what? You know what other game you liked that we could turn into a crappy movie? Double Dragon, 1994, featuring not much except for a uh, young Alyssa Milano was in this movie. A young Alyssa Milano, and what's the uh, the guy from Party of Five there? What's his name? Fox? No. Uh... Oh, Scott Wolf. Scott Wolf. Yeah, Fox <laughs> Dog. What is his name? Yeah. Uh, Bear. So this got eight, this got eight percent. Yeah, they didn't really bother teaching anyone karate. No. Nope, they didn't. And so this is the classic side scroller. They team them up, and there's some some fights in the streets. And it's just it's really a bad movie. And so they say (laughs) it just is. I mean, so then this is also in 1994. They say you know what game you know what game really needs to be a movie is this game where it's just one on one fighting. It's just it's just all it is is one on one fighting. They got fighters all over the world. Little game called Street Fighter, which is a super popular video game, one of the most popular video games of all time. If I told you, Ryan, and you're you had not seen this movie, and I yep. said we're going to do a Street Fighter movie, who's going to be the main character? Who probably you- uh, Ryu or Ken, like those two. Probably, yeah, maybe both. Maybe it'd be the the, the two of them. Mm, how about Guile? Oh, because he's so American. We <laughs> can make an American movie. Well, Sean Claude so Van Damme will play Guile. Well, Oh, clearly, because it's the most American <laughs> character we can think of with these. So let's get a guy who's not American to play the most American character what? with an American flag tattoo. What the? F- now, the best part about this was uh, when we would used to always play Six Degrees of... Uh, well, we started out as Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, and then we just turned it into Six Degrees, and we tried to stump each other. we just throw two actors out there. Yep. For a long time, the uh, like Jean-Claude Van Damme, he's not in a lot of movies with a lot of other people, for the most part. And so yep. this was a nice one because you could get Raul Julia, rest in peace, who played this Bison. Movie. Yeah. yeah, and this was his last movie. This was the movie that killed Raul Julia. Oh, come on. <laughs> and, and probably many others for that regard. And it got a 15%, so it tied Super Mario Brothers on Rotten Tomatoes. And just another another dump of a movie, really. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're off to well, a tough start here, we're... admittedly. 
It, uh, if you watch that movie now, it's one of those like campy. It's so bad that it's funny. Yes, a lot like, of these there movies... are movies on here that are just bad. Yes, but this one, you're right. Some of the, especially the early ones, these ones in like the early to mid '90s, are like you could watch them and they're kind of funny. And and really, Mystery Science Theater 3000, the one that came back, they should do a lot of video game movies because they're perfect for it. Like we could do like a, yeah. a, a live commentary while we watch these, and it'd be great. All right, so the next one, this is, again, it's not a great movie, Ryan, but it, it's probably my favorite out of all of these, and that's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> now, part of it is when it came out. It came out in 1995, so I'm yep. you know, 11 years old. I loved, I loved the video game, and the movie, I thought they did a pretty good job. Again, it's a crazy story, but they talk about, they set it up in such a way where it makes sense to then have like the one-on-one fighting. So you keep what's great about the video game, you know, and, the, and like the different venues, the different fighters, but also why why they are fighting and like the different dimensions and all that. Great. I'm I'm fine with it. You know, you got Luke um Luke Kang, Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade are basically like your heroes, and then they're going up against all these different villain characters. Not a great movie. It, it got 34% on no. uh, but but Maybe the most enjoyable out of this entire list. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fun to watch. I mean, it's it's terrible, like obviously, but it's it's one of those movies that's really fun to watch. Yeah, and um, I remember just like the soundtrack being everywhere. Oh my god, Mortal Kombat! Yeah, and, like that was probably the most successful thing about this movie was the was the soundtrack. You know, so so I mean, yeah, it's not great. Thirty four percent puts it in the upper echelon of uh, it really video does, game which movies, is which is bad. Which is crazy. Yeah, but um, at the time, you know, they, they had those those three Double Dragon, Street Fighter, and Super Mario Brothers, which were which were terrible. So, so this bad. was a huge leap. It was a step forward, actually. As bad as it was, it was a step forward for these movies. And Raiden was really good. Raiden was a really good character in this. Christopher Lambert, he the was guy from Highlander. Yeah, and then yeah. you know Johnny Cage was was very likable. You had, you had like a little bit of Jax. Jax at the beginning. You get a lot more Jax in the next one, though, Ryan, because the oh, sequel two years later, Mortal Kombat Annihilation comes out. They swapped out Raiden's, which was a real yep. shame. So you had a, you had a different Raiden. They added a lot more characters to it, which is good because that's kind of how all the Mortal Kombat's work, right? You go from Mortal Kombat to two to three to four to all these other ones, and they keep throwing more characters at you. Reptile is in this, although he's like kind of actually a reptile. And then when he dies, he turns into like worms. I don't get it. It didn't make it. It didn't make a whole lot of. Why sense. would he turn into worms? And like maggots. Did, wasn't that a reptile? What the hell was that? I don't know. I, I just it, None of it made any sense. And this is one of those cases where you have a sequel where they say, like, you know what? Let's take everything that was good about the first one out yeah. and just double down on all the bad shit. More stuff. Oh, actually, Goro was pretty good in the first one. They did a nice job with him. <laughs> Took <laughs> him out. But this, that stuff doesn't really uh, stand up now. Like, if they redid these, the, the big villains could look a lot better. Mid-90s, oh, yeah. the stuff was pretty rough. Also, speaking of rough, how about 3% on Rotten Tomatoes for Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation? Three! Three. Threeve! <laughs> Threeve! And your wager was Threeve! So that's really bad. Now, there was a bunch of Pokemon movies, and Davey, I didn't see them. I put them on the list. There's like five of them, but uh, do you have anything on any of these Pokemons? No, I, I, I had this comment when Pokemon Go came out last year and everyone was going batshit for that. Um, 
you know, people, oh, are you playing Pokemon Go? And I think we were in that window, that's very small window, when Pokemon first came out. Like, we were too old. Yeah. Like, that was like a little kid thing. Like, yep. in my mind, like, I was you yeah, know, we in did. my late teens right. when Pokemon came out. So I was like, I'm not playing that. It's like a kid's game, right? Because I was all on, like, some ultra-violent stuff. Sure. And then, uh, yeah, that, that just missed me. And, like, I didn't have kids. Like, there were old people older than me who had, like, little kids, like, the time, like, Pokemon came out. Yeah, we completely they, missed. So they're kind of into it. So we just missed that window. I feel like we missed you know? Pokemon. We missed Power Rangers. That's sort of the, the group below us. Yeah. So, yeah, so th- I know there was a bunch of movies, and those were inspired by, uh, the, you know, the Pokemon video games and things like that, but that's, we're out. All right, so those are all the movies from the 90s right there. So the best of the bunch from the 90s is clearly Mortal Kombat, the first Clear. one. Worst, yeah. the worst is probably, I mean, pick any of the other ones, right? Annihilation, Street Fighter, Double Dragon, Mario Brothers. <laughs> they're, they're, they're all in the mix, really. I mean, there, there are some that are like, when you say they're, they're so bad that they're good, um, that I mean, Super Mario Brothers and Street Fighter are, and uh, Annihilation are so bad that they're good. Double Dragon's just bad. Yeah, that's a good like, point. Like, it. if they were all on TV, the last one I would watch is Double Dragon. Yeah. Without, without question. All right, so let's move into the 2000s now. We kick off in 2001. We get Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. And if there was ever a perfect casting, it was this. Angelina Jolie, back in 2001, combined with this character which was just like the huge cans and just, you know, the short shorts and, and running around, you know, raiding tombs. She was, she was really, she was a good cast for it. They did, did not do a great job with the movie. Some of the stuff looked pretty cool. Like there was, you know, some good images in it. Like really, the, like the movie poster is better than the movie itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it looks great. I mean, it looks like the actual video game cover. Um, just with like a yeah. real person, yeah, and, um, and you're like which perfect. Is close to Lara Croft as you can get. Yes, you know, yeah. At, uh, early 2000s, Angelina Jolie, Hachi Machi. Oh man, you know this got 20 um, percent by the way. It did, and I think, I mean, this was the opportunity. This was your time, you know, with a decent story. Basically, you have a female bombshell Indiana Jones. Like, who doesn't want to see that movie? And this is more you know? more big budget too. I would say I didn't look up oh, yeah. all, the, all the costs, but as far as like a real big time release, like. Real like a lot of hi- I remember a lot of hype for it because we were what we were still in high school when this came out and it yep. was like a it was a big deal. The other ones, even at the time, I mean, I guess Street Fighter had uh, a pretty good cast, but this one you're like, all right, Angelina Jolie is a legitimate box office star, and we're and she's going to be also the first movie where it's a a female as the as the lead in this. And you were trying to this was supposed to appeal to everybody. Right, like horny teenagers were gonna watch just because she was in it, but other you know girls might look at this like, oh, here's a here's a cool character, and it just was was not good. It was not it was not a very good movie. No, it wasn't. And she, I, I believe it. I, I think her and Halle Berry, by the way, did like movies right after they won an Oscar. And I think it was like she, um, Angelina Jolie did Tomb Raider right after she won her Oscar. For Girl then, Interrupted. Uh, Girl Interrupted or G? I don't remember which one. Yeah, but then. Halle Berry did Swordfish, like, right after winning an Oscar or something like that. And it was just, they were both awful. Just does. You know, so it's kind of like that Oscar curse kind <laughs> And then of she thing, also you know? did Catwoman, which was one of the worst she films she sure did. of all she time. Sure did. Now, the next one, Ryan, is, believe it or not, this is the highest Rotten Tomato score for a movie based off of a comic book. 44% yes. is the best we can do. And that was Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, also came out in 2001, 
pretty good cast behind this one, and I'm going to be fully, uh, completely honest. I don't remember this one. <laughs> I think I saw it, I but do. I don't remember it. Okay, I do only because when this came out, um, the computer graphics they used to make this movie was probably the best I had seen to date. It was incredible because this was tech, it was an animated movie, but it was all you know computer CGI, which up until this point was expensive and really hard to do. Yeah. Um, it, it, it won't hold up now, but at the time, you know, it, it was amazing just to watch. You know, the, the story itself was okay. You know, it's a Final Fantasy, and it's very Japanese, so it's a little out there. Um, but they, it just looked really cool. You know, and I think yeah. that's what this movie had going for it. Yep, I think so. And there's a passionate fan base, too, for Final Fantasy. I was never in that. You know, there was... I never really got into any of the Zelda games or any of the Final Fantasy games. I was more into, you know, Mega Man's and Mario Brothers and what whatever else. So, but there's a passionate fan base, as we know, for Final Fantasy, and so they gave them a pretty good good effort. You know, certainly better than any of the ones that we've mentioned before. So this one, this one's up there. The next one for me is also one of the more enjoyable comic book movies, and one that I think needs to be mentioned when you say best comic book movie. You know, along with Mortal Kombat, but that's just more maybe nostalgia. This one, pretty good movie. Again, kind of silly, kind of crazy, and it's taken on a life of its own. But you go back to the first Resident Evil movie in 2002. Uh, Mila Jovovich sort of has been at the center of all of these films. And I'm also, as you know, and so are you, you know, we, we like a good horror movie. And this is sort of crossing those those two together. Some good action, you know, especially if you, if you like the video game. I think they did a decent job taking... Some of the story from that, she she pulls off the character great. You can keep her on screen for an hour plus, and I think she helps carry that with some of the, all the you know the gore and whatever else is going on. So I, I like Resident Evil. I actually didn't mind this movie the first time I saw it, um, and this is the first offering I believe we have to this. No, it's not. It's the second. So the guy who directed Mortal Kombat, Paul W. S. Anderson. Yes. Um, this was. So he, he did Mortal Kombat 95 and a couple other crap movies. And then in 2002, he did Resident Evil. And now he's responsible for four of these things. And Richard, you might not know this, is actually Mila Jovovich's husband. How about that? Yeah. Keep so it in the he, family. They're keeping each other in business. <laughs> they really are. They just keep pumping these movies out. People yep. are seeing them. And they're not, they're not bad. Again, it's a really low bar. Like, you could just step yeah. over it as far as video game movies are concerned. And so this... This is automatically in the conversation for best. I'm not saying it is the best, but out of all the ones we've gone through, it's Mortal Kombat, probably Final Fantasy, and Resident Evil so far that are at least in the in the mix for that. So far, and what we're what this now touches on is there are two directors who are resp- I believe are responsible for the downfall of the video game movie. One of them is Paul W. S. Anderson, who while doing Resident Evil, like four Resident or four or five Resident Evil movies. Uh, also did Alone in the Dark, which we'll get to, but well, in House another, of the Dead. There's another guy we'll get to. We'll get to. We'll talk about him in a second, but there's two people who are responsible for this being in the state it's in right now, and Paul W.S. Anderson, is, I believe, is one of them. He is He is one of them. The next movie, just in uh, order here, is Laura Croft Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life. That is the sequel that came out in 2003. Got 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. More Angelina Jolie. I've seen both of these movies, and I don't really remember which was which. I remember there was like that one ending in the cave, and there was like weird stuff popping up. It, I didn't really like either one, to be honest. No, didn't care for it. Now, here we go. This is now when you get into... not. So the best part about this, I guess, is 
Worst video game movies are also in the same conversation for worst movies of all time, like of yeah. any of anything. And the next bunch, and you mentioned, so there's Paul W.S. Anderson, but then there's this other guy who has directed like all of these. Yeah. And it's amazing that they keep giving them to him. And he's so bad. He's also a lunatic, this guy. Do you, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Is it Yui Bull? Yui Bull? Yui Bull. So it's, it's spelled U W E. B-O-L-L, and he is, I was, he was like calling out Michael Bay and Eli Roth at one point. He like referred to them as like a hard R, and I was like, this guy is just a loose unit. Like he's just trying to get, get attention on him on himself. He seems like a bad guy, and he's e- even worse director though. And so he did a whole bunch of these, including House of the Dead in yep. 2003, which got a 4% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. This was a fun game, though. I remember playing this arcade game, and it was it was a really good time. I did not expect it to be a movie. Apparently, this guy did, and it's it's crap. Like it's not even it's not scary. It's not it's nothing. It's just a bad movie. It's just cl- it's as I would say it's unwatchable. But he's actually made worse movies than this. He has. We will get to at least a couple more yeah. that are that are worse than this. But House of the Dead is uh, amazingly bad. Then before we get to another Wee Bull movie, let's squeeze in the Resident Evil uh, sequel. That'd be Apocalypse. Came out in 2004. 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think worse than the first one, but whatever. It's just more, kind of more it's of the whatever. same. It's more yeah. Mila Jovovich running around in little little clothing, shooting yeah. guns. Shooting guns. This next yeah. one is maybe the worst movie ever made. It's probably in my bottom five of like movies I've ever seen. It's called Alone in the Dark. Came out in two thousand and five. It's uh, We Bowl again with a Weeble, yeah. with with a with a cast of Christian Slater, Tara Reid, and Stephen Dorff. So they they kind of tried. It's not like a really low budget movie. Like they actually tried to make this uh, pretty good. You got you know occult stuff, Mayan civilizations, demons, aliens. It's a it's a real dump. And oh, this, what a shit sandwich. I've Two never, word review. I've never seen. <laughs> you can't say that. I've never ever seen this before. One percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And I want to know. I want to know who the guy is who gave. I actually know who he is. The guy who gave the one negative review for Get Out. I want to. Know, I want to go on Rotten Tomatoes and read who the person was who actually liked this movie, because I cannot, for the life of me, understand how you get a director who stinks. Yes, uh, Christian Slater's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he is. Uh, Stephen Dorff was a good actor. Mm, yeah, and Tara Reid. Two thousand five, Tara Reid, who who is wonderful to look at, but I was. doubt <laughs> could read. Right, who she could not read. Tara Reid couldn't read. Couldn't oh, yeah. no, Whatever. couldn't read. This is another and, one where and, and yeah. they're starring in a movie about a game that nobody played. It was, right, that's what I'm saying. It's not even a popular game. Like you could see, like you're going to get some people in the door. Even with House of Dead or House of the Dead, you're like, well, people played that. People go to the arcade. People, you, know, you you'd play with your buddy. Like, oh, now let's go see this movie. Alone in yeah. the Dark? Like, get out of here. Alone in the Dark. No one played that game. No. The movie's really Nobody bad. I knew ever had even owned that game. So, wh- what are the worst movies you've ever seen? Like, what when somebody asks you that question, which ones are in the conversation? Uh, the Room. The Tommy Wiseau movie, The Room. <laughs> I was like, the one with the girl, the Captain Marvel? I'm like, didn't she win an Oscar for that? No, that's just that's Room. room. A, You're saying The yeah, Room is worse. The Room. Yeah, and there's... Which has nothing to do with the title. Yeah. Um, the what's the uh, the Blue Bunny or something like that? What's that movie that that weirdo did with Chloe Sevigny? 
No, I don't know that one. Blue Bunny. Uh, oh, that was terrible. Um, uh, what the hell was that called? I, I forget, but it was it was terrible. Okay. Um, Troll Two, obviously, but that's you know that's it's so bad. It's good. Bad. Yeah, it's so bad. It's good. And this and Alone in the Dark. I was gonna say Alone in the Darks in there. Uh, Fear dot com. Did you ever see that? I did not see Fear, that. Don't. It's Fear dot com is one of the worst I've ever seen. And then also in school. I took a couple of class. I took this Chinese cinema class, and I had to watch Farewell, My Concubine. It probably is like reviewed pretty well. It was just so bad. It was the war. I hated it. I hated Farewell, My Concubine. And the other movie is uh, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song. It gets really good reviews. It's like one of these like this. That's uh, was it Mario Van Peoples that did it, and it's like a oh, black yeah. exploitation movie, and it's like cutting edge and all this stuff. But it's horrible. It's just, I I absolutely hated that movie. So those are all in the mix, and so is Alone in the Dark. So if you're into bad movies, and some people are, and I don't, I don't blame you if you are, because you're like people spent time making this, and this is what they came up with. Oh, there's also another. There's another one that's coming up that I on the list that would oh, yeah. make that list for me too. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, and it probably is. Yeah. Uh, we Bowl again. It is the ne- the next movie that was not Wee Bowl. It was another uh, pretty big. Bl- uh, Can we just call him Wee Bowling? Can we just we call bowling. him Wee Bowling? Wee Bowling. Yeah. So Wee Bowling already responsible for House of the Dead and Alone in the Dark. The next movie though that came out in two thousand five was Doom with The Rock, Doom. and kind of a kind of a letdown. Again, I like The Rock. I like him. You know the the shoot 'em up aspect of it. I really enjoyed this game on the computer back in the day. But this this movie was just kind of eh. And I will tell you this, the, the most recent iteration of Doom right now, which I believe you can get on sale on PlayStation Network, is probably the best Doom I've played. It's really fun. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So that's, so, that's so, the best thing we can say about that. A good game. That's the best thing we can say about it. Good game. And a, a relatively known but not a movie guy, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Who I believe in this movie was just called The Rock, right? <laughs> the rock in this movie? I think he may have been. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, people aren't here for the acting. They just want to see shoot 'em ups and things right. like that. Now let's get back to Wee Bowling here, Ryan. We Wee have bowling. Blood Rain uh, coming Which in 2006 at 4%. A generous 4, because this is probably the worst <laughs> movie I've ever seen. That's a high you 4. You have Chris, Christana Loken. Is yeah. that how you say her name? Sure. She was in the uh, a Terminator movie, where she was the one in the red leather uh, cat suit, where she was a hot ticket for a minute, and then she goes in this. In this movie, I I'm just stopped her momentum like dead in its tracks. If you, this is probably one of the worst, from a from a cinematography standpoint, from an acting standpoint, from a script standpoint. Like this movie is just the pit. Did you like the game? And like, uh, the game was pretty good because I, yeah. I really, you know what, I played those um, the Soul Reaver games a lot. Yes. Um, and the the Crystal Dynamics ones, and those games are really fun. So Blood Rain was kind of like those games, kind of yeah, like a yeah, vampire yeah. hunting vampires kind of thing. So that was kind of fun. Um, but like. I remember this one scene where Kristana Loken like swings a sword at a guy like like at his midriff. <laughs> okay. And you could see like the guy's like and he like arches back, but the blood is like shot from a cannon like from below him and it like hits him in the chest. Yeah. Like that's how they did the blood, like they shot blood at the guy. Terrible. Oh, it was awful. It was like one of the worst action sequences I've ever seen in my life. It's terrible. <laughs> That's we bowling for you. He's just That's uh, we he's, bowling. He's just out there directing like crap. So the next movie, so those ones I had low expectations for. Even Doom. I was like, eh, I, don't, I don't really know about this. You see the previews. This next one was a letdown for me because I did think that it was going to be pretty good. It was called Silent Hill. And yeah. 
I thought it was gonna be good. I like the like the horror aspect of it. Again, if Resident Evil was gonna be okay, I thought Silent Hill had a chance, and it just was a dump. It had the woman from Man on Fire, and yep. it was like just such a slog. I think it la- it was like two hours and something, and it was another one of these ones that wasn't scary. It was nothing good was about it. And this was a, such a shame because I feel like the story in the game was so good. You know, if you play the Silent Hill games, like those stories and like that, those games were legitimately scary. You know. And somehow the movie wasn't. Yeah, it was just everything was a letdown. Everything was yeah. let down about it. I remember just like waiting for something to happen, waiting for something to happen. It's really difficult to watch. Like there's no way you can even rewatch it because after you're done, you're like, thank God this is over. <laughs> like, that's, that's just, so that got twenty nine percent, which again seems kind of high. Uh, then you get to DOA Dead or Alive in two thousand six. This got thirty four percent. We got which is just a bunch of bunch of half naked girls fighting each other, right? Pretty much. Yep. Uh, and we, uh, most Jamie Presley, I believe, was the the hot ticket item in that movie. Yes, correct. Jamie Presley was yep. in that one. Yeah. Um, back to Wee Bowling. Postal came out in 2007. That got eight percent. Yep. Skip it. Skip it. Uh, another Resident Evil that uh, jumps in there. Extinction. And this is where this is where I'm out. This yeah. Is I'm where I, I, this lost me. I haven't seen another Resident Evil. Um, I didn't fine. see Extinction. Extinction in anything. And I don't think I need to because I feel like it's the same thing like no, over and over again. You know. Here's another letdown, 2007, as far as a, a fun video game, and you said, you know what, this actually might translate well to film, and that was Hitman. Yeah. Timothy I mean, Olyphant. Yeah, no, it just, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was not. It, it's like, oh, Timothy this this should be this, and it wasn't. So that got 14%. That was a letdown. Yep. You also, back to Wee Bowling. Again, this guy gets just insane number of movies. Uh, In the Name of the King. This was like the Dungeon Siege series. This was based off yeah. of that. Uh, this got 4%. And again, like a, a game nobody played. Yeah, I don't know. Like, why. I mean, maybe they're just like, yeah, you can do that one if you want. Fine. And he's like, yeah, yeah, people, people, people bought this. Like, yeah, not really. We mentioned Far Cry 5, the trailer coming out uh, last week. The movie, there was a movie Far Cry. I never saw this. It, it doesn't even have a score on Rotten Tomatoes, so it must not have been like a wide release or anything. But it's another no. Wee Bowl movie, so I think we can figure how bad that would be. Um, now, also in 2008, Max Payne with Mark Wahlberg, Mila Kunis, Ludacris, and Bo Bridges. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm, this, I think this was a script issue. Yeah. Um, because I think you had you had enough heavy hitters here where this could have been something, um, but it just it just didn't do any. I mean, it, it was it wasn't good. Well, they also kind of they they filmed it not completely like Sin City, but they kind of wanted like that vibe to it. And Sin City had already come out a few years earlier and was so much better. And they're like, and like, like you looked at it, and you're like, this isn't that. So don't don't try to have a, like a rip off of it. And like Max Payne, like if you played the game, like it's not black and white. Like it's not like this. No. It's a noir vibe to it with like this, you know, this drunk cop and like all this stuff, but like who's addicted to painkillers and stuff, but it's not, so it's that kind of thing, but it's not, if you play the game, like it's in color. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a hard boiled thing, but it doesn't look like that. And I don't know why the choice was to make it look like that. Like I don't Sin know. City. Yeah, I don't know, but that was a mess. That got 16%. Uh, you got the Street Fighter, the legend of uh, Kun Lee in 2009. That was 6%. <laughs> Did you say Kun Lee? Kun Lee, Chun Lee. <laughs> I'm surprised that wasn't a Wee Bowl movie. Uh, yeah. This is one that some people say is the best. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the game or the movie, but I can understand if some people want to put this in the conversation. Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time with Jake Gyllenhaal. That got 36% in 2010. Which I like this game, and I remember thinking, like, 
nobody when this movie all the publicity for this movie when it was coming out because it was kind of like a summer movie like a summer blockbuster kind of hype but no one was actually talking about the movie they were just talking about like how good a shape Jake Gyllenhaal was in yeah his rips like, long they, hair, they weren't yeah. talking about yeah and he you know he uh, looked like a hunk what a mountain of a know? man and it, they, then there was the whole whitewashing thing that's called Prince of Persia and you have this like white white guy you yeah. know <laughs> this yeah, white, so that, white guy. that's not a good look that's not um, great but the whole thing was like how Jake Gyllenhaal looked, and not about the actual movie. I think, you know, they. I think Jake put a little too much in the uh, in the superficial, and not too much enough I think into so the too. the other into the performance that same year. And so again, that's that's up there. Like that was that was a big release, a big push for that one, and and whatever. Uh, Two thousand ten, you got Tekken. This is not great. Not no big name actors or actresses in it, but it's it's a better version of. You know, Street Fighter and and movies like that. They did a decent job. They they try to come up with a storyline, which again can be difficult when it's really just a a fighting one on one type of game. But Tekken was okay. Yeah. And when people are like turning into demons and stuff, it's it's hard to yeah. Like what you do know, you, you have got any semblance of story? Yeah, there's there was not a lot of story. You got two more Resident Evil movies back to back: Afterlife and Retribution. Again, we're we're both out at this point. That's what's fine. The, what's the difference in any of these movies at this point? You know what I mean? No, yeah, it's just it's just different ways. Michelle Rodriguez and whatever else. Silent yeah. Hill Revelation comes out in 2012. It's a 3D movie. Remember that was like there was like a big push like yep. 5 6 years ago for 3D stuff. This was based off of uh, Silent Hill 3. Really the only interesting thing about this movie which got 5% on Rotten Tomatoes Sean Bean and Kit Harrington are in this movie, so you got Ned right. St- Ned Stark and Jon Snow in this in this terrible movie from uh, 2012. Yeah, and it's just it's just a what a miss, like we just yeah. what a missed opportunity to do something cool. And that's that's crazy too. Silent Hill was so bad, everybody knew it was bad, but they're like, well, maybe we can try a sequel. And you're like, why? And so that was yeah. even even worse than the original. Uh, Need for Speed comes out in 2014 with Jesse Pinkman. That got 23. Uh, percent <laughs> You got a Hitman sequel, Agent Forty Seven. That got eight percent. Oliphant's out at this point. Yeah, right? he's uh, yep, he's he's out. Ratchet and Clank. That got seventeen percent last year. Came out. Now this is I this is on the list, but it's obviously a little bit different. The Angry Birds movie. Which that, yeah, I mean it, technically it is a video yeah that game, counts. You know? That got forty three percent. The huge push last year was for Warcraft and we saw the previews even we're like this is not going to work and it didn't no and i think and the thing is too is like people have stopped not stopped i mean this does have a pretty loyal fan base yeah. and you know i forget that it's david bowie's son but i keep forgetting his name uh the director mm. duncan jones i think oh like yeah, the, yeah it might be right yeah yeah um you know he's adamant. You know he's he's proud of this, and he said like you know the people who play this will like it. You know, and I don't think it wasn't a movie for everybody, and I think they marketed it that way. I think that was the problem. Yeah, that was, that was the problem. problem. Like yeah. people who had never played Warcraft are like, what the hell? Like who are these people? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and you know I I'm not surprised that it bombed. I mean uh, for me, I mean we I think we talked about it. I mean I think this movie was like six years too late. Yeah, like where did this come from? Like Warcraft now? You're like, what? What are we doing? They needed like, Leroy Jenkins on there. Is what they needed. Yeah, like but, why isn't he? They. I hope there's like some Easter egg there to Leroy he's Jenkins. In the, he's in it. Yeah, I mean, but that it was just a. It's like I said, it was six years too late. I mean, why people aren't really? It's, it wasn't a phenomenon anymore. You know? No, it wasn't. Did you see Assassin's Creed? Parts of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. It's kind of a slog. Like I, I. 
this is again where they said they were making it. You're like, oh sweet, like this is a game I really liked. Again, a lot of the games in between, like after those original ones, like Mario Brothers, Mortal Kombat, Double Dragon, Street Fighter. The other ones, like like I played Tomb Raider, didn't didn't really care, and like you know Max Payne, whatever. But this was a game that I had spent a lot of hours playing. Really liked it. Also said this would translate. Like if you took the best stuff from all the different Assassin's Creed games and turn it into a movie. It can really be really good because that's what it is. Like it's you know you're you're doing all this different stuff in real history, dealing with real people. Yep. And I thought it was I thought it was a letdown because also even in the video game, the stuff that takes place like now or like even in the future compared to the stuff in the past sucks. Like I'm like all right, like get get out of here. Like get, go back to you know twelve hundred you know whatever the year is. And yep. I, I want to be jumping around on on rooftops and and assassinating people. And this had, you know, like some big battles, which I'm like, that's not really, I don't need a big battle. Like, I, yeah, I need, I need sneak up on guys. You're not, a, you're not a big battle guy. Yeah. So, again, you know, Michael Fassbender is a really good actor, and I think he did the best he could with it. But I just, they also made up the character for the movie, which I guess is fine because yeah. they've had a that's few fine. different assassins. But I, I thought it was a letdown. I, I wanted a, a little bit more, more, more assassin stuff, more, I don't know, stuff based off of. Real history and real people and and different kind of like missions that you do, like because they yeah. they kind of they kind of threw a lot of it together, which makes sense. Think about it. like think about how many hours you've played Assassin's Creed and like all the I'd story not on say the, that on air. No, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you combine that and then you're like, all right, put that into a two hour movie. You're like, that's that is kind of daunting. Yeah, like it takes two hours just to explain why these things are happening in yeah. the game. You know what I mean? Like, these games, like, uh, I think, you know, you could play them for, like, 30, 40 hours. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, with all the, all the side missions and stuff. So they have a tons of time to explain things to you. Yeah. Whereas you don't, like, oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not terrible. It, what I, from what I saw of it, it wasn't bad. But like you said, there's all these, once, like, some momentum is building in the storyline, you jump back. Yeah, you th- jump forward. You know, it's always, it's just very disjointed. This got 17% of Rotten Tomatoes, and I would say, compared to some of the other ones that are on our list that got, like, in the 20s, like, it's better than those. Like, it's... Yeah. So I'm surprised it's as low, but, again, it's not great. And then... No, and I think it's a better movie than any Mortal Kombat movie. I think, also, if, if I had not played so many hours of the video game, I bet I would have liked the movie more because i would have no yeah. expectations i would have no like why aren't they doing this i would just go in there and be like oh this is a this is a fun movie like this is a different like oh you're jumping back in time and like oh like th- those are his ancestors and whatever and you would just really let yourself go with that whereas if you've played the video game or games you're thinking about other stuff they could have done but either way i'm surprised it's quite as low uh definitely not my favorite but yeah, not not the worst either and then to round it out, this year we also had Resident Evil, the final chapter. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see yeah. about that. I, I doubt it. So upcoming movies they've already announced. You got another Tomb Raider without Angelina Jolie. And I forget who the actress is. It's not uh, Daisy Ridley either because she, I think she was in the mix, but it's not her. They're making a Rampage movie. They're making an untitled uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie, Minecraft. We've already heard about like the uh, Uncharted and some of it. They keep saying The Last of Us, but I haven't seen any updates on that. Is there is there one game out there right now that you think should be made into a video game, even though you know it's likely going to fail? Uh, the the best, and again, I've, I've said this before, um, the Uncharted obviously is really good, but The Last of Us, to me, it was one of the, probably the best 
if you just had the cutscenes, it was probably the best zombie movie I've I've ever seen. Yes. If you just did the cutscenes, you can go on YouTube and just watch the cutscenes. That's amazing. And it's and it's better than anything on this list. Agreed. Um, and it's like three hours long, by the way. Um, but turning, I think it's here's the problem. I mean, like I said, you have so many hours invested in these games that they have, like these story-driven games that you have to. You know, you have to put some care and effort into it, and I think to condense it and to put it into another media is doing the game. A game like The Last of Us, it would be doing it a disservice to only limit it to like an hour and a half or two. Yeah, hours. it'd be a better like Netflix series than it would be yeah. a, a movie. I wonder, could they do Grand Theft Auto? Like a Grand Theft Auto movie would yeah. be. Remember that on April Fool's Day, I think AMC did. Like yeah, oh yeah, they did that. Yeah, but like that would be that would that'd be so amazing. Funny. That'd be that'd be yeah. great. Or like Overwatch? I don't know how you would even do it, but that might. I be mean, that would have to be animated. It would, you know, you would have like yeah. the before and after. It would be like a prequel, or like you know how Overwatch fell. You know, they something just, like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. It'd be good. All right, so the be- out of all the ones that we've already seen, what is the best one? Um, now this is tricky because I don't know if it's like the best in terms of like it's so bad it's good kind of thing. It's really um, it's it's your score. I would say the best. According to Rotten Tomatoes, is Final Fantasy the best? According to Metacritic, is Mortal Kombat, and the one that say, made the most money was Warcraft. Of course, um, I would say if I were if someone put a gun to my head and said you have to watch one of these movies right now, um, I would probably watch <laughs> uh, Street uh, Street Fighter because I I, I love <laughs> I hate it so much, but it's so stupid and it's it's almost to the point where it's so bad it's quotable. No, I'm with you. That, that's fine. You know, I'll watch that just to laugh. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's, for me, I mean, that's what I would watch. So Street Fighter, I would go with Mortal Kombat. <clears throat> I would say the first Mortal Kombat would be the best. And then I think we both agree, a lot of there's a lot of crap on this list, but the worst is Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark or Blood Rain. Oh, I, I oh think yeah, good call. Or Blood Rain. Hey, take, take your pick there. I mean, they're both wee bowling movies, and they're just just horrible. Horrible stuff. Hey, speaking of taking your pick. Pick of the bomb. Sorry, I didn't think we were gonna have a better segue. I don't know if you have anything else you want to add to video game movies. I think we've had enough. <laughs> I think we've had enough as well. Yep. Uh, pick of the podcast time, Ryan. Would you like to go first or second? I'll go first. So okay. there is a. Uh, I don't know how new it is, but it's a new. Uh, it's new to me. Um, Brian Azzarello and Eduardo Risso. I, I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Um, they have a comic series called Moonshine. Nice. Which is uh, we do like Brian Azzarello on this on this on this program. Yep. Um, but it takes place uh, uh, bootleggers, um, hence Moonshine, who are also werewolves. So double double play on words there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So like check that. that out. I read the first the first issue and it was actually really really good. So you know I'm in on that. I also have a graphic novel for the week. It's uh, series has been out for a long time. I've never read it. I heard that the uh, the rights get picked up by some TV company, and that is Lock and Key. It oh is yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe, uh, Joe Hill. Joe Hill, of course, the son of Stephen King, wrote mm-hmm. this. It's like I forget how many volumes it is now in, in collected editions, but I read the entire first volume and loved it. I'm I'm really interested in it. It's uh, really well done, and I think. This might be one, if you haven't read it yet, you might want to get out in front of it, and then because it's probably going to become a pretty popular TV show, and then you can say, hey, I remember wh- I remember reading this before yeah. that. I'm that guy. So Lock and Key, I uh, I highly recommend, or at least so far, I, I highly recommend it. And one of the, so, and also, since we're talking Joe Hill, if you're if you are more of a book person, uh, I would pick up Heart Shaped Box. 
by Joe Hill yes. or Horns. Horns, which was made into a terrible movie starring Daniel Radcliffe, but oh. the book is actually really good. As is Heart Shaped Box is one of my favorite horror novels of all time. Yeah, so I think that's what that he, that's one that he's he's certainly known for. So yeah, definitely yeah. check that one out. I'll, I would also say quickly pick of the podcast uh, season five of Arrow is in the books and it was tremendous. So if you were worried because season four was so bad and you gave up on it. Season 5 bounces back in a big way. They had a great season finale, so I would go back if you haven't and you're interested in it and go check out uh, Arrow. Uh, As far as the other TV shows, like Leftovers, American Gods, and ones like that, Davey and I are watching, or I'm certainly watching Leftovers. We're both watching American Gods, uh, Fargo, Better Call Saul. Once they kind of wrap up, we'll do more in-depth on those shows, but they're all really good right now i was also thinking you know what should be another little feature on the program we should wrap up not just wrap up with pick of the podcast but a next week on hashtag dork oh hey that way we sort of preview what we got coming up next week some some weeks we might not know and it's going to be a tbd this week though we do know that next week wonder woman 96 percent on rotten tomatoes right now let's go wonder woman 96 Good. Yep. Thank God. The, the woman who saved the DC Extended Universe. Gil Gadot. Gil Gadot. So hopefully it's as good as everybody's saying on the tomatoes. And uh, we'll see it uh, sometime this weekend, and we will review it. Spoiler free to begin, and then spoiler full to end. I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman, Ryan. and uh, I am also. That'll. I think that'll do it. You got any final thoughts here on the podcast? I'm just looking forward to seeing the stems on Gal Gadot. Oh, come in, on. In the Wonder Woman. Don't, don't I know that, objectify I know her. I'm not objectifying her. I'm sure it's very an empowering movie. The stems? But G-Wiz. G-Wiz. Is she something else? She's stunning. Yeah. She is stunning. All right. I feel like I had something else to say, but I guess I'm going to have to. I confused you with Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Oh, I meant to. I just saw this beforehand. I'm not. We don't have time for it. But Goo sent me a whole bunch more. Uh, audio intros for potential segments so for so like, so a million, like a million of them and so next week i didn't even have a chance i literally just got the email before we started recording so uh goo if you're listening to this i will play those next week and we can get davy's opinions fresh on the podcast see what he says and maybe some maybe something will stick who knows but actually i think we do need a next week on hashtag dork and it can be like one of those like ooh, like a, like a murder mystery type thing i like it okay I like it, too. All right, you can uh, check us out at Dork Podcast on Twitter, dorkpodcast at gmail.com for the emails. Uh, we're on YouTube as well. We have videos up right now, including Davey's hot garbage segment from the Boxers where he rips apart Triple X, the return of Xander Cage, and I added and some pictures the, to yeah, it. Yeah, it's the, it's, the it's the adult version because Rich didn't bleep me. Nope, they did not censor you. We do not censor each other here on the podcast or on the YouTube. You can subscribe and rate us uh, and review us on iTunes, which is very nice. You can also check us out, uh, buy a t-shirt, represent.com, just search dork, you can buy yourself a shirt. And Davey, if the people want to follow just you? They can follow me at D, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Boom. All right, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. God bless. (laughs) God bless. And that'll do it for Hashtag Dork. We'll talk to you next week, breaking down Wonder Woman.